Welcome to Konoha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. We're Halo. I'm Cam. Hi, oh my god, wow, we're back, we're back, it's Konoha Crush time again, it's been one billion years. Yeah, I got COVID. Yeah, yeah, it's very sad, it's very sad. Um, Lol. <laughs> all sorts of tragedies occurred to us. Mm-hmm. Mostly just that one. Yeah, it was mostly just the COVID. Yeah, but it was like compounding, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But besides cries, illnesses, holds you, holding you, holding you, holding you. No, it's okay. It's okay. But, but yeah, besides illnesses, have uh, have you been up to anything that you want to talk about? Um, okay. So here's what I did when I had COVID. Mm-hmm. I played through the Sly Cooper series. Yeah. Some say you're still fighting for your life in there right now. Some would say. <laughs> Some would say. Turn the name four of those. Oops. Oops. Shouldn't <laughs> have. a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. What do you, you want to say about that? I don't know. I just want to like acknowledge. I just, I just, I just need credit. I just need. Uh huh. Right. I, I need you recognition. Need to, you need, you need like rewards for your gamers' labors, your gamers' endeavors. Right. Like, the games are a fucking roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Sly Two was so good. Uh huh. Sly Three could have been a lot boring. better. It was mostly just kind of boring uh-huh right okay okay right. okay. so i'm gonna get fucking into it right yeah no get into it please please by all means like what are we gonna fucking do talk about these episodes of naruto for more than like 20 minutes uh, no so okay slay one it's a fairly early ps2 game right there's not a lot to it it is could stand to be less racist but as mm-hmm. the first entry in the series i you know i had i had hoped that they would outgrow that uh huh. There would be some time for reflection there. Yeah, yeah. Slide two. Slide two rolls around. Mm-hmm. So fucking good. So yeah, they so like cra- they like cracked the code. They they like did it. They solved it. So like in slide one, how it worked was that there were these little hub areas, and then every mission was to like go and fetch the key at the end of the mission that I'll like came together in, like, the overworld as this, like, set-piece lock-to-unlock, right? Depending on the stage. And then you would do that, but then every level was still just collecting keys for that set-piece lock, right? Mm-hmm. Slide 2 rolls around, and, like, first off, you can play as the other two characters in the slide gang. It's, like, really fun. It's, like, really good, actually. They did it so well in Slide 2. Um... And it just becomes about, like, actually setting up and playing out these, like, big set-piece heists to go after this, like, you know, thing you're stealing from everybody, this, this, this common item. And it's, it's just really well executed. It's, like, so fun to, like, go into a stage. And then it's just like, okay, we just entered the stage, so let's, like, scout everything out as Sly, right? Let's, 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 let's have all the other characters, like... 
do their little things to like sit at the highest and like gather a little bit more intel or like whatever. And then you move on to like the next stage where you're like actively preparing the things you need to execute the, 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 the heist. And then you just fucking do it. And it's this like big cool culmination that always like ends. And like the goal being to swipe something and get away is like, so, so strong for that, like premise and that like setup, right? Like it's just perfect. It's just perfect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in Sly 3, you don't steal things anymore. Um, right, like Sly 3, rather than being like a series of globetrotting like heists, is about like going and defeating some supervillains or whatever on the way to getting all of the money that's already yours. Or whatever. Like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's the way right. It pitches itself. Right, and like the format is still very similar, right? It's still like show up in a new location, it's got the place out of Sly, you set up this like thing that you're doing, and then you execute the thing, right? Like it's a very similar format. But it not just being about stealing the thing you need from this guy that's like doing bad stuff anyway, so you don't feel bad about it, is like so different texturally. Right, no, absolutely. Right, and like, and then the villain just kind of sucks, like the guy at the end, because he has absolutely mm-hmm. no buildup, like he's just some guy that happens to live there, mm-hmm. and like, to, to give him like some amount of substance at the very end, they like do this like thing where he's like kind of acting as like a foil for Bentley and being like, oh, I was the smart one in like a previous Sly gang, right? And like, so like, I have, I, I have the rights to this vault as much as anybody else. Uh, not just the Cooper family, and and like, you know, he was had grievances with like Sly's dad or whatever. I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. And Bentley was just like, Sly is not like that. And then that yeah, that Sly isn't like that. And so the, right. the good guys it, win, <laughs> right? Right. Like it, it feels like the whole game winds up like setting up this completely like, like. Like it gets kind of high its its own supply. It's like okay, the Coopers are the most important guys in the whole world. Um. And then, like, it sets up this argument of, like, okay, well, here we got a villain who's, like, maybe, like, put off by this. He's, like, against this. Uh, and ultimately, like, makes no real argument. Other than, like, no, it's fine that he's, like, the most important guy in the world because he's good and nice. And, uh, yep. that's the conflict of the game. And it feels basically impossible to care about. Yeah, it's just not great. Thieves in Time is bad. It's just not fun to play. Uh-huh. It's just endlessly frustrating, and, like... So, Sly 2... I'm not gonna call it perfect, but it was, like... It felt like a step up from Sly 1. In the racism department. Uh Uh-huh. Sly 3 took a nosedive, Sly 4 took it further. Grim. Not ideal. Not what you want to hear. Yeah. Right, because Sly 3 had this, like, character that you met basically right away, who is this, like, Australian Aboriginal man who speaks in, like, made-up gibberish and is a wizard, who is the only Mm -hmm. Australian Aboriginal character. Um, And he's in it through the whole game. He keeps showing up. And it's just, like, kind of awful to look at every time. It's just, it Uh feels very, like, embarrassing to be participating in this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And just, like, you know, and that is just, that is just, like the most prevalent, like, early example of, like, the, the the shit, right? Like, it's, like, a globetrotting, like, thief guy adventure, right? Where, like, the 
everyone's like a cartoon animal person and it takes place in like the real world map and just like you go to these cultures and the game does not treat these cultures very respectfully over mm-hmm. and over and over and over and over and over again. Um, anyway, Sly 4 opens up with Sly meeting his uh, ancestor, Ryuichi Cooper, the ninja who invented sushi. Voiced by Steve Bloom, who frankly should be very embarrassed about this. I'm very embarrassed about the accent he's doing in every one of his lines. Oh my god. Oh god. And like, I don't know, I don't have much to say beyond that, because I, didn't, I haven't played much beyond that, and I don't know that I will. Like, it, you know. It would be beautiful if you could free yourself without needing to like finish this. But who knows? Only time will tell. Who knows? Yeah, um, I feel like we've been watching like a more, more anime than usual this season, which, which mostly just means that like you've gotten in the practice of like putting on whatever like you know isekai garbage while we're in call together and we watch it together. But mm-hmm. like you know, it's been fun. Um, we, we there's there's like a few things we've been like wanting to like check out, but we haven't really like taken the time to like uh, sit down and watch because we haven't like <laughs> like like the amount of things we can like opt into like doing for ourselves lately like on our own like on our own time on our own behalf is like you know it feels like it kind of rotates in and out um and right now like watching anime on our own is like not really on the table um just sort of arbitrarily but we have like however like returned to an era of just deciding to like want to read good comics and then reading the good comics and that's pretty cool good yeah we read like almost all of dungeon mechi over the last five days which is which is like we finished it, but like we'd read like fifteen chapters over like a few weeks before. We like talked a little bit about having like a, a we were like a manga book club thing. It didn't really wind up working for our, for us, right? Um, but we were still like, fuck, we want to read Dungeon Meshi, so we did. And that's a good fucking comic. It turns out that's a good fucking comic. It's like a fucking comic. It's just like it's just the most like beautifully crafted like like wonderfully like f- fully bought into itself version of like playing a dungeon crawler and like making up stories about the guys that you like made up for your dungeon crawler video game um like 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 like, like, like the, the monster encounters they have like it, it really feels like it like comes out of that place and like spins out in something like really like impressive it's just and it's just like it's just like <laughs> It's like a really warm and funny comic about guys getting into like monster situations and making food and like also there's a plot or whatever like you know that stuff's all right but like you know what's really good is when those guys are like being kind of annoying to each other and like fucking fighting a monster and deciding what they're gonna make with it right that's that's the real shit that's the real shit to us that's the real shit which doesn't even say like be like derisive of the plot or whatever it's just also like the sort of thing that's like ended recently enough and like you haven't read the end of it we're pretty sure right so we don't want to like dive into all of you know, about that right but like you know yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't read all of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got pretty close to the end and then stopped keeping up with it. And like you know, the 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 book club was supposed to help, and you know, I'm autistic, so like, I thought having that little bit of structure would like help me get through it again. But also, I have really bad ADHD, and I can't do homework. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we are like like speaking as us, Halo. Like we are like really good at giving ourselves homework. And it turns out that it doesn't really work for Cam. You know, it's something, something we learned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright, Dungeon Mesh is pretty fucking cool. It's just, it's, just, it's just a good comic. You can read it. 
we, maybe we'll talk about it more like uh, in more in depth at some point when, the, when like we've given it a time settled like maybe if you finished it like if you ever like wind up doing that we can like have a conversation on here but like yeah I also mean, maybe just... we just talk about that not on the podcast and that's fine too okay but like literally 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 how, mm-hmm. how how this is going to happen is you need to like gush to me about dungeon meshi and get me excited to read it and then i will like hyper focus on it and read it in an evening right like okay okay you just need to get me excited enough and then i'll just blow through it right okay okay all right well we don't know that that's in the preview of this like opening segment like we're not going to try and like pull that off right now we're like no. you know we yeah. haven't really like ordered our thoughts or, like organized them in a way that we f- would feel like confident about putting out a podcast or whatever we just kind of like want to be like hey we read this it's fucking sick it's fucking good um, comic let's talk about naruto yeah okay fuck talking about good shit let's talk about naruto <laughs> I'm just like so down on like our fucking transition to talk about the Naruto episodes lately. Like, surely eventually we'll be like, "Fuck yeah, let's talk about Naruto again." But like, yeah, until it's not again. Uh huh. Until it's not again forever. Uh... <laughs> Episode one seventy six. Run, dodge, zigzag, chase or be chased. The imposters talk about infiltrating the leaf and explode the cave the kids are trapped in. So they rush to figure out a way to survive without causing a big scene. Hinata uses her Protective 64 palms after the boys chew through her bindings. Naruto grabs the treasure chest. There's no treasure, but he keeps the chest to set himself apart from the imposter. Kiba is Akamaro, and Hinata gets left behind because she's hurt, and a girl. The boys make it into town and start hollering about imposters before coming face-to-face with the goons. But yes, all, all the kids are down in the fucking, like, pit that they got shoved into, you know. Um, and the, the guys are impersonated, and the imposters are like, okay, alright. We're gonna like sneak into the village. We're gonna ruin everything. And uh, Kiba's like, "That's not gonna fucking work." Uh, you know, for a variety of reasons that like we kind of talked about like last week about like being skeptical about how this plan would go. But you know, they're like, "Actually, we got we got some like information by somebody who knows a lot about the village, so we're like gonna be able to sneak in and do a lot of damage." Actually, and uh, Naruto launches into like what winds up being kind of like a running theme throughout this week's episodes of like the most half-assed attempts at like pretending. That there's like anything tying into the broader plot of Naruto going on here, where like Naruto hears things like "fuck, that must be Orochimaru." I'm so fucking mad about Orochimaru. This must be an important story now. God, you, um, you know one bad guy. <laughs> uh, he like hasn't really like internalized the Akatsuki out there yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's just thinking about Orochimaru a lot because of the Sasuke connection. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Just thinking about his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Sasuke. Sasuke. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, those guys leave. They decide to like blow up a bunch of rocks on the ceiling and drop them on the kids in the hole. Uh, you know, it's normal stuff. It's like, okay, so we're not going to play coy, but the fact that like this is like, uh, like we were like talking about, like, yeah, this, this winds up being like a fake like teamwork test, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like the, it, 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 this is very much the sort of thing where it's like, yeah, we could like they could like claim at the end of the episode that this was set up in a way that it wouldn't have been a problem, um, and uh, and not worry about the fact that they're going to explode a bunch of rocks to fall on them while they were tied up. Right. <laughs> like, there's this like throwaway line at the end of the episode. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know, we, we actually had it set up to like at worst, you know, have, have maybe have, like a few broken bones or whatever. It's like I don't know that you did. <laughs> I don't know that you could. I mean, like, you know, it's like, a, this is something well, that really matters to get hung up on, but it's very, uh... Well, like, Tsunami knows that all of them were, like, physically capable. Uh-huh. Enough to survive that. Like, all of them had a trick that would get them through that. They, like, walked through it for everybody. 
It's just that Naruto mm. and Kiba's would make the situation too loud. Uh-huh. So, like, any one of them could have could have defeated the rock obstacle. Uh-huh. Right. I mean, like, we're not, we're not, like, doubting that, like, oh, the rock obstacle, like, wasn't actually, like, a serious problem or whatever. It's just, like, the, the, the assurance of, like, oh, don't worry, like, it wouldn't have really hurt you if the rocks fell on you is, uh... Yeah. It feels like a spurious claim to make. Yeah, right, it should be... It, yeah, it should have been, yeah, we knew that, like, all of you individually could make it through the rock obstacle, so if it fell on you, like, fucking your fault. <laughs> yeah, like, that's on you. <laughs> Frankly, like, we, 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 we've, we've wasted the money we've put into your training, we might as well just fucking cut it off there. This wasn't about fucking, like, sending you back to fucking ninja kindergarten, it was about, uh... About just fucking killing you, suckers. Well, I mean, not necessarily like about that, but also like, <laughs> hey, sometimes, sometimes you have to have like obstacles in your test that are like a dangerous situation because that's what you're testing, uh-huh. and just like, hey, you know, if someone, if someone fails extra hard, that's just that's just the losses you got to make, right? It's like the tuning exams. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. They break out of there. It's not a big deal. It's not an issue at all. Um. You know, he not still got her like special move from like the previous like arc she was in. You got a little bit of that like continuity that they're trying to build up. Uh, Kiba like tunnels out extremely fast. Um, he's like learned a lot about like digging through rocks extremely rapidly since he got stuck in the fucking dome. Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot of practice in. That was a tough yeah, dome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was a tough dome. Uh, they they get it out. They they have a bit of a moment, like you know, they, they make out of the out of the fucking like hole, and they're like, okay, we we need to like assess the situation. We need to like figure out like what's what's going on with this team. We need to figure out, like what the problem is. Um, and basically, what they break it down is like, okay, so like Naruto and Kiba, like we we like get into fights too often. We're like too quick to like get each other's throats. It's like a problem. We need to like you know sort of like be willing to like listen to each other and like you know stand back rather than try to escalate things all the time. And like you know, and, and the the issue with Hinata is that like she's she's like too like. She's like too afraid to like ask for like help with what she needs, and so and uh, you know it, it like often winds up like cre- creating problems because she's not willing to like you know j- just like reach out for help. But like what this winds up being in practice is that, like oh he, the thing that Hidata should be willing to do is uh, ask to be like put in the girl box and left behind. Right. <laughs> it's uh... <laughs> it, it's a problem they invented just now when she got hurt. Right. Right. right yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like, it'd be one thing if it was, like, a recurring, like, behavior and thing mm-hmm. that was, get, like, getting her and her friends into trouble in the same uh-huh. way that Naruto and Kiva were always arguing dickheads to each other. Right, right. And, like, even if you wanted to, like, build off the last, like, episodes, you could be like, okay, like, the thing that Hinata needs to do is, like, be more confident, like, asserting, like, her understanding of the situation because she keeps, like, going along with, like, Naruto shit and getting into trouble, right? Right. Um... Like, she needs to be, like, more willing to, like, you know, put put that forward. But that's not the direction that goes. Like, yeah, Hinata, you need to be willing to ask to not be in the plot of the episode anymore. Right. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if it was just, like, okay, Hinata, like, you're the only one here that's, like, smart and understands what's going on. You need to, you need to actually, like, speak up when you know that we're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> because we're just a bunch of stupid puppy boys. Uh-huh, right. Like, that. that is the thing you do, like, that's, like, the resolution you bring to a character if you, like, want to, like, try and build off what you set up in your, like, you know, previous... previous episode. Um, oh my god. <laughs> there's but we the, don't get that. 
They're so bad at writing girls. They're so bad at writing girls over here. Getting Kishimoto out of the room does not help. Oh my goodness. No, he 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 had rules, right? Because like when you when you when you when you have you know when you when you when ah. when you're the author of something, and mm-hmm. and you have other people writing for that thing, right? Like an anime mm-hmm. original content. Mm-hmm. You have guidelines and like rules for like you know what how they're allowed to write. Mm-hmm. You know, um, one of them is that you're not allowed to do the girls good. Yeah, you have to do it, like, if you have to do it bad. Like, if you, if you, like, set up something with a girl and you pay off on it in a way that, like, you know, is satisfying, um, you need to, like, take that, take that writing pass with that one. Cut that shit out. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you, like, make it worse? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's important to make it worse. If you, like, gesture at a character idea and then just kind of leave it on the roadside forever, that's that's what we're, like, trying to do here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's how we do it. Yeah, I don't know. That's all we have to say about this half of the episode. How about you? Yeah, that's about it. The M's drop a smoke bomb, and Naruto rushes to grab someone, but when the smoke clears, it looks like he's just bullying Hinata. So fake Naruto and Kiba try to make a scene... So fake Naruto and Kiba try to make a scene of it before real Kiba decks his imposter, declaring that they can't fake their jutsu. He loses steam when he notices fake Kiba is knocked out from the punch. The boys realize these guys aren't really fighters, so the imps scatter. Kiba takes off after Hinata, and Naruto runs down himself. Naruto loses track of his imposter and ends up in trouble everywhere he goes from the other guy's mischief. He gets fed up and sends a clone army to track the guy down and eventually finds him. Turns out the whole thing was a test, and then they had a rocky start, they did the mission, and get a passing grade. Yes, yeah, so at the end of that previous half of the episode, um, you know, Naruto and Kiva, and like, I guess also Hinata, have uh, have all had their, like, you know, moment of reflection about the lesson they're supposed to learn, so the thing we need to do now is, like, instantly remove any possible tension from every everything that happens for the rest of the episode. Um, so, you know... We learned that the imposters are weak as shit. They can be knocked out instantly. Um, and that's, uh, you know, I mean, that's not it, right? Like, but like, that's like, you know. It, yeah, it, I mean, it, that's it, basically it. it. Like, the rest of it is just like funnies. Right, right like, it's just funnies. Like, like what we had are like fucking like 10 minutes of, of an argument. Like, is Rochamaru involved in this? Then like, you know, we get our uh, rest of the episode that's like, um. Yeah, the guy who's impersonating Naruto is being, like, really mean to him. Like, actually very severely mean. Like, he, like, breaks into his house. <laughs> he, like, he, like, breaks into this house and, like, ruins this kid's life with, like, everybody he knows, right? Like, just, like... Yeah. Uh, just, like, fully destroying him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Fucking bankrupting this kid. Like, I'm just not learning anything from this. This guy's just being fucking mean. <laughs> right. Like, Sonoya's gonna have to put out an official statement being like, hey, we had, like, yeah. a, we had like an imposter Naruto in town. Yeah, sorry, I'm hi- <laughs> I hired a fake Naruto, and he's a fucking piece of shit, and he, like, just died to dash on all of you. Um, yeah, so if, <laughs> if like, if, like, on this day between these hours, if Naruto was, like, a fuckhead to you, like, please try to ignore that. It probably wasn't him. Uh-huh, right. Especially if he didn't have, like, a treasure chest he was carrying around. Yeah. And eventually Naruto catches his imposter, you know. Uh, 
<clears throat> Kiba like catches up to the Hinata imposter and like threatens her a bunch until she like faints so they don't have to animate him punching a girl. Um Coward. <laughs> frankly, yeah. Um and uh I don't know, that's basically it, right? They go back to the Tsunade's obviously reveals it was a fucking like team like a fucking secret teamwork test. Uh and uh there's just there's there's so little there's so little to say about half of the episode. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing, right? Um, yeah, it's it's nothing. Like the punchline is that actually at the end, Tsunade gets to like another big bell, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because she was like expecting these guys to work for free for some reason. Yeah, after they were, mm-hmm. after they were directly put in the line of fire by like someone who <laughs> uses the gentle fist, a technique that can stop your heart. Uh, in, right, in one punch right. and and uh-huh. Kiva and Naruto, yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Right, it's dangerous work. It's dangerous work. Those kids could fucking kill you. Yeah, like the, the <laughs> most lethal children on the fucking planet, right here. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. These three children that that you're like giving that you're like affording extra care to because they punch above their weight class. Mm-hmm. You know those, and are like, sl- like, like a little bit too responsible to like handle the jobs without like making a big mess. Yeah, those children. Yeah, those children. <sighs> okay. Could you make them want to kill you? <laughs> Could you like convince them that you're trying to root to like you know destroy their home real quick? <laughs> also for free. Also for free. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Tsunade. Anything else you want to say about this one? No, that's good. Okay, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Episode 177, please, Mr. Postman. On the road, Naruto helps a delivery doll named 596-03, who explains how it's like a cool ninja mailman. Naruto runs across Jiraiya, but he's just slacking off. Naruto wants training, but Jiraiya insists on finishing his manuscript for his new gross book for Grosso guys. Naruto does his best to help, but serving Jiraiya is a lot of work. Not wanting to wait anymore, Naruto stays up all night to finish the book and hands it off to the delivery doll passing through named 463-72. But oops, lol, he fell on the stairs and mixes up the packages with someone else's going the opposite way. Jiraiya wakes up and demands they fetch the manuscript so his publisher doesn't drop him for Naruto's shitty writing. So this episode starts off, I mean, it starts off with like the little, um... The little bit of Naruto meeting the like the the, the delivery doll, as you put it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, but like, the, what's the title card? Kids, we get like a very ill omen mm-hmm. of like you know it's, it's, we get the Narvel reading the title, and then there's like a million fucking such sexy jutsu noises overlaid on it. Um, I love that you say sexy jutsu noises because that's just moaning. If you didn't know, <laughs> if you hadn't seen the show, and you were like curious right. what sexy jutsu noises could mean. It's like girl yeah. moans. Yes, yeah, girl moans. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, but yeah. But yeah, it's it's very like okay, we've just kind of put Naruto like in a place arbitrarily. Um, it's very much like a like 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 it's, it starts off. It's like yeah, he he's like coming back from like a job he hates and things that didn't matter. Classic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, encounters encounters the uh, the mailman. Um, it's like <laughs> the mailman are so funny to me. Uh huh. Because. That's just kind of a thing that normal ninja is supposed to do. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, like... <laughs> like, they've got, like, intelligence guys with, like, messengers and shit. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the, the, the mailmen are very, um... Like, I imagine delivering ninja mail is something that you send, like, a bunch of fucking, like, Geninon, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, that's one of the missions that Naruto would be, like, coming home from being like, Oh, that didn't fucking matter. I just had to deliver a fucking package. This sucks. Nothing even happened, uh-huh. right? Nothing even happened, right. Or if it's, like, a very, like, important, like, like fucking piece of mail, as, as like, happens later in this episode, you may be, like... You maybe said the guy who isn't in a very recognizable uniform. Right. Oh my goodness. Oh god. But uh, it's okay. The delivery dolls are freaks and I love them. Uh, okay, yeah, you want to talk about that? Uh yeah. Well, I mean, it's just like a bunch of like identical looking male weirdos with fucking numbers stamped on their foreheads, right? Yeah, and those are the only names they go by? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They just sort of, like, mutually agreed to all be perverts about this. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> whether by, like, transformation jutsu or getting, like, fucked up ninja surgery. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? As well as not that fucked up ninja surgery. It's, like, probably pretty normal ninja surgery to just all look the same. But, like, you know. Yeah. The thing that winds up being feeling kind of weird about this episode to us is, like... Like, 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 due to the way they've decided to, like, structure this, like, you know, in-between part one and part two anime original stretch, like, they, they've put them in a situation where they need to, like, contrive, like, a reason for Jiraiya to be here. Yeah. Which is, like, it, it's just weird, right? It's just, like, <laughs> because the thing that Jiraiya is supposed to care about right now is, like, training Naruto and making sure he doesn't get, like, captured by the Akatsuki and killed. Um, and, and, like, when do you, like, make an episode that's so, like, explicitly about, like, okay, Naruto's going to, like, stumble across Jiraiya, and is going to, like, be fucking out of here by the end of the episode, um, and he's, like, literally going to talk about how he's, like, trying to find the Akatsuki, it just, like, it's just, it's just drawing attention to itself a little bit too much, right? Like, it's very... God, can you imagine how much better this whole stretch would be if Naruto was just, like, with Jiraiya the whole time and all of the, right, like, other right. missions didn't have Naruto in them. Yeah, yeah. We, we, like, talked about this in a previous episode, we were pretty sure, right? But it's, like... Yeah. Like, like every, every time, it's just, like, yeah, it, it would be cool if, like, we got little, like, Naruto and Jiraiya stories, um, and, uh, then, then you wouldn't have to, like, do the version of Jiraiya who, like, doesn't really seem to give a shit about Naruto at all. Right. Um, to, like, justify him, like, leaving again. Or whatever, and you would, like, you know, ha- have room to put a more, like, organic spotlight on the other characters that didn't need to feed back into, like, Naruto winning the fight or whatever. Ah, it just it just kind of feels like a no-brainer, and you have to wonder why, mm-hmm. why they did what like, they did instead. Like, maybe it just kind of comes down to, like, oh, we can't, like, not have Naruto in the, in the show for that long. He's in the fucking, like, title. But, like... That's... So vapid, though. <laughs> right. I mean, like, all of this is all speculative. Like, we, we can't know for sure, right? Um, but anyway, Jiraiya fucking sucks in this episode, right? Like, it's 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 just Jiraiya at his worst in every way. It's just, like... He's just, like, the frivolous guy who, like, seems like he's kind of annoyed by Naruto, unless Naruto is doing sexy jutsu, in which case he's, like, extremely horny. He's just, like... You know, he's out here being shitty to women. He's out here, like, fucking trying to blow Naruto off. He's like, it's just It's just, like... Like this, this character can be better than this, and like he definitely suffers like 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 very heavily from like this sort of thing we've talked about of how like every character in the anime original stuff is just kind of at their like most basic like 
here's where they are when they were introduced kind of thing right right um, and also like when he was introduced he was like kind of putting it on so people would leave him the fuck alone yeah yeah right right like that is also a thing about Jiraiya that like this part of it doesn't seem to get is that like he's kind of an annoying old man on purpose a lot of the time mm-hmm mm-hmm but he's just annoying he's such an annoying guy he doesn't want to be in the fucking show right, um, right. we we do get another like extremely brief gesture like oh what if we uh like like what 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 if we put something that matters on screen like dry is like oh a Dukoski guy's gonna like show up here soon I'm waiting till I'm waiting to see him like can you imagine at the end of this fucking shitty episode like oh shit you see it like you see Dayadara for the first time <laughs> that'd be badass. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do some fucking bullshit, you know. And Naruto's gonna like try his hand at writing Jiraiya's weird porn, um, and send it off to get a. Uh, Delivered to Jiraiya's editor, and uh, you know, do the obvious setup. Like, oh no, the mail gets mixed up, and the mailmen run off, and uh, it's. I don't know. The, 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 there's not much more we have to say, but like, this half of the episode, right? Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Want to move on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jiraiya tracks down the delivery doll and knocks it out. But oh no, the package isn't the manuscript. It's an important peace offering between two smaller nations. Naruto and Jiraiya rush off to deliver the peace treaty to the right guy, but the delivery doll warns all the other dolls about them. Naruto and Jiraiya travel by Rasengan speedboat, while an army of delivery dolls chase after them. They catch up to the doll thereafter and explain the situation, but it refuses to break the rules even if they have its sympathies. The doll delivers the manuscript to the local lord, but it turns out he's a grosso guy, so he loves Jiraiya's work and decides to call off the war on his own. Lol. Okay. So yeah, Dry and Naruto are like are like chasing down the like the 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 first mailman, right? The first delivery doll. Uh, you know, it's we 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 get a we get like our first brief comedy chase scene, which like basically amounts to like oh they go to a town that's shaped like a maze, and then Dry destroys a bunch of houses, um, to see where the guy went, rather than like getting up on the roofs, like it's very easy. And then they like just cut over to like an unrelated forest, and Dry like knocks the the, the mailman out instantly, which is like again another like. The, the 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 delivery ninja guys. The, 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 we we get this like <laughs> there's there's not a lot of effort like put into making them look especially competent, right? And like obviously, a random delivery doll isn't gonna stand up to fucking Jiraiya, but like right. But you still gotta like put a little effort into showing that like you know it's not making it easy for him either. Right, when no, Dry just like hits this guy once, and knocks him out. Right, like the only the only situation in which like one of these like delivery guys isn't immediately stopped is like later in this episode where Naruto's like, oh, I don't want to hit this guy about it. He's just trying to do his job, right? But like, if anybody's like, yeah, I've see, I I see I see a fucking like delivery ninja going to the place where uh, God, you know what a delivery ninja would have to do in that situation? Hmm. Substitution jutsu be fucking gone. Keep moving. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we, we just get like, a bunch of chumps to get like beat up instantly, uh, which is like again, like it's it's just very hard for us to like buy into the like idea of these guys like that they just made up for this episode. Like, I mean, obviously it's hard for us to buy into these guys. These guys they just made up for this episode like mattering to the world, but also they don't really like put on a show of it, right? It's mm-hmm. just like 
here's a bunch of chumps you can get owned. Um, but sometimes they get trusted with like really important things for some reason. Maybe, maybe it's just for like the the the, the smaller nations that don't have big <laughs> hidden villages. Right, they don't have like small hill vision villages, and they don't feel like they could like pay like an actual ninja. Right, right, right. Maybe it's maybe it's like a maybe it's so like they... a. I mean, it, it's obviously not because Jiraiya talks about them like they're a big fucking deal, right? But like, uh huh. Re- rethinking it, it could be kind of cute if it's like a oh, the, those guys that are like almost ninja. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and deliver mail that could be dangerous if like you know right right yeah <laughs> but uh like it, it feels like like i don't, I don't know like maybe, maybe it doesn't matter but like oh well, like what, what we could do to make this episode better but like it feels like maybe the thing to do would have been like what if you like j- j- just kind of like focus it on like oh here's like uh the, the, the process of, like, catching this one guy or whatever, right? And then you got the fucking, like, ninja mailman doing fucking, like, wily Coyote and road ownership with Jiraiya, right? Like... Right. Like... I don't know, just, like... <laughs> just make him fucking good at it, at least. Right, and so they're just like, okay, well, we're gonna, like, summon a horde of, like, delivery guys who are just in the area to, like, get beat up. Um, like, they have, like, a chase scene on a boat, but, like, they don't really, like... They don't do anything there. Right, they don't do anything. They, like, cut the oars off of the boat, and then they're just like, well, shit, now what? <laughs> they just kind of sit around and let uh, them do the Ross Langon speedboat shit, right? Um, which, like, when, when Dry does, like, Ross Langon speedboat shit, it narges like, like, damn, you're making the Ross Langon, like, fucking lame. And uh, they just kind of move on with it. It's like, yeah, you, you kind of are, but, like, you know, what can you do? What can you do? <laughs> what can you do? It's like, yeah, it would probably make it a good speedboat. Sure. <laughs> would it? I don't know. Probably not. Like, 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 because like the thing that that had happens is like you know they, they keep needing to like push the wrestling into the water to like propel the boat forward a little bit and do that over and over again, right? Which like makes sense because you could just like hold it down there because that thing's like spinning in a million directions as opposed to like you know. Right. It has to be like kind of a directional burst of it. Uh huh. But. I don't know. Like it seems, it seems pretty inefficient, but you know. Yeah, but for that, like, I want to say a hundred feet, it gets you pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good makes a big wave that like fucking pushes all the guys who are chasing after you away for a little bit. Also, I love that Jiraiya does it like six times. And is like, all right, Naruto, you do the rest. <laughs> uh, it's training. It's fine. Yeah, it's training. <sighs> So do you want to talk about the, uh, the, uh, the omen? The, oh, yeah. 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 So Nar- Naruto is, like, catching up to the, okay, catch up to the guy who actually has, like, the fucking, like, the, the, the Grosso guy book, uh, manuscript that he wrote. And he's like, wait, no, this is a, this is a big deal. You're gonna start a war. And he's like, no, I don't care. Um, I have to do my job right. It's more important. And Naruto tries to do his fucking sexy jutsu shit. Um. And this guy is this guy is so is so brave and heroic that he's just he's just not moved by it, you know. He just doesn't like, mm-hmm. or he's just a pervert about different shit, you know. He's like so on his like, uh, yeah. It's the pervert about being a male doll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's fine that you've got your own like I, a bunch of identical people thing going on, but that's just not that's just not what this guy's here for, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 no room to love anything other than other male dolls. 
in its heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so it delivers the book, and then the guy is just like, oh, hell yeah, Jiraiya's new book. I'm gonna go whack off immediately. Also, someone someone mail the other guy, tell him there's peace, actually. Yeah, don't come in here. Don't come in here, ever. And Jiraiya is humiliated that he's not better at writing porn than a 12-year-old. That's the end of the episode. Yep. Sure is. Anyway. Yeah. Sure is. I was just gonna also say that, like, so much of the conflict in this episode can be avoided by them just deciding to, like, be there to arrive with the package and explain it. Mm-hmm. And then just send it back. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, actually, you need to go here. Um... Right. Because right, it's, like, it's like, it's like, like even in, like, the worst case scenario, this guy's gonna be, isn't gonna be like, oh shit, I received this, like, sex book, I have to go to war instantly now. <laughs> Right, right, right. It's just like, I don't know, I feel like... And, like, yeah, you could say, like, oh, obviously, fucking... The the easy way out is to avoid the conflict, right? But, like, there's a fucking mm-hmm. story to tell. But, like, go fuck yourself. That, it's contrived. There's not a fucking story to tell? Right. Are you fucking kidding me? Right, 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 right. Like, I don't know. Like, when when, when I say that, what, what I'm getting across is that, like, the story just, like, feels, like... Mm-hmm. Contrived and pointless, right? Right, right. Like, it's not fundamentally more interesting than, like, immediately resolving it with no tension, because there's nothing to really, like, fucking sink your teeth into here. It all feels fake. Right. <sighs> anyway. Ready to move on? Yeah, let's talk about the next one. Episode 178. Encounter. The boy with a star's name. Sonata gets a messenger pigeon from the village hidden in the stars about a mission. Sakura explains to Naruto about the weird meteor history on the village, and why an itty-bitty ninja village would hire another bigger, stronger one. Naruto doesn't seem to buy it, and decides Orochimaru is behind it, so he bribes Tsunade with treats to be put on the squad with Neji, Lee, and Tenten. In the Star Village, we see some kids do a purple chakra meteor training? The instructor guy is kind of a dick about one of the kids being hurt. Naruto runs on ahead and almost jumps into the death fog mode. He gets stopped by Gas Mask Crossbow Guy just in time, though. They have a quick tussle before the rest show up and explain the death fog. Crossbow guy introduces himself as Sumeru, a star shinobi, but Naruto still kind of hates his ass. Did not ass rank that one. Right, so the, the, the way this episode begins is kind of fascinating to us, because you start it up, right? And, like, there's something, like, almost resembling, like, ambition as it's, like, oh, yeah, like, the, the first, like, minute and a half of the episode's got, like, no dialogue. It's, like, oh, we, see, we, see, we see this, like, meteor, like, crash into the ground and, like, slowly zooms in and the crater forms and then we, like, cut up to the sky and it, like, flies over to, like, the hidden leaf and then we see the fucking, like, messenger pigeon arrive at the, uh, at the, at the hidden leaf or whatever, right? Um, it's, like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> trying to, like, set the stage and, like, set this to be, like, something kind of, like, grand and, like, big by, by like, you know... Just sort of like letting the like visual like setup exist in like in, in silence or whatever, and then like immediately falls apart and becomes like the sloppiest shit in the world the instant anybody needs to start talking. Yeah, like the setup for this one is just a fucking mess. <laughs> like 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 you know, Tsunade gets the like the the, the message like oh there's there's like a mission going on here. We cut over to like Sakura being like oh yeah I, I heard about this mission that like Neji and Tenten and Lee are going on, um, and Naruto is like. That sounds stupid and fake and bullshit about, like, every part of it. It's like, ah, it sounds like fucking, like, obviously fucking meteors don't crash onto the earth. That's some shit somebody made up. Obviously fucking a ninja village wouldn't need to hire other ninjas. This is all fucking dumb. Until he just decides, like, actually, Orochimaru could be there. And then, like, goes to take advantage of Tsunade's, like, never-before-seen character trait of, like, 
enjoy sweets enough to be bribed by them to like get his way onto the mission and it's like i don't know sometimes you're just in the right mood and like someone's just like give you a piece of candy for something and you're just like fuck okay i don't know i get it we don't <laughs> we're not handing it to them we're sorry like you know you're 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 welcome to but i mean i also have to imagine Sonata is the kind of person that's just like oh naruto wants something yeah, yeah Naruto stop fucking bothering me for a while. Alright, yeah, sure, you go on this mission. Yeah, alright, piece of candy, badass. They're just gonna be like, fuck yeah, you said Naruto to onto fucking like <laughs> work on a mission with me again? I mean he's not, because like the Neji who like worships Naruto doesn't exist uh in this part of the anime really. But like Yeah. It would be so fun to explore Neji. In in the like time skip period, right? Like that could have been mm-hmm. juicy. That could have been good. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> right, Neji just like going on missions and like sometimes having to like think about what Naruto would do. Like so, choice. <laughs> this fucking WWND bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Look at this being the start of a dark. Like we're, we're like curious but not hopeful to see if this is like. Is is this the time they bring Neji on a mission to let him do anything? Like, probably not, right? But, like... I don't know, probably not. But, like, maybe. Like, probably not. It's, look- it's like, looking like Naruto's just gonna Rasengan somebody. Right, it's looking like Naruto's gonna hang out with the the new friend and Rasengan somebody, but, like, maybe maybe that maybe they'll choose to use the characters they've brought into this arc for something. They they, they might even whip out a purple Rasengan. <laughs> oh, fuck, he's gonna do a purple Rasengan with the fucking boy here. Oh my god. It's just it's just like a movie. It's just like a movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, it, it would be very brave of them to whip out a purple wrestling on here. Which is to say I don't think they're going to like have the guts. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see how that goes in like a week or two, right? Yeah. Anyway, we, we we cut over to the 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 village hidden in the stars. You know, we see them in st- their fucking like sitting out around a rock chakra training thing. Um, we see the fucking like mean guy. This guy's obviously fucking bad news, evil guy or whatever, right? Can like, we he's, talk he's about mean to this kid? Can we talk about huh? the village hidden in the stars for a sec? Right, like, what's your take on this? Because to us, it seems like the fakest fucking place they've ever tried to tell us about. <laughs> it's like one building that you're not allowed to get too close to. <laughs> right there's like a couple other buildings around the side of it but like and at its heart it's like it's like and like like the way they talk about this location is like oh this is a place like outside the village that is like secret and like heavily guarded and like this is as close (laughs) as you're about to get this is like you're allowed to get but it's also like it's also like the only place we see so Uh uh-huh we think we see like a few like buildings like we we see like because there's, there's like the place where they meet up with the like deputy Hoshikage guy and there's like a few like maybe like a few panic shops past like houses or whatever but it's definitely like a small town and then extremely conspicuous crater right and then like it, it is probably it is like the least hidden location it could be in right anyway this place is like a super pretend Right, right. The fucking like the the the, the symbol of the headband is so fucking like, like you're not gonna like try to do like anything to like sort of like stylize it. It's just like a normal star shape, like it's, it's just one fucking normal contiguous star shape. It looks like, 
It's like this isn't real. You're fucking. You're fucking making like and all, like none of it's real. It's all made up. But like it's so like. Like, oh yeah, it's the fucking village hidden in the stars of the land of bears. It's drawn by a fucking poison note that everybody dies if they get too close to. They just have... <laughs> you just have an eternal fucking poison ravine. Like, so, so, something about it is just like, like, they present this place to us and we're just like, this is fucking... No, like, you're, you're fucking kidding us. Stop it. <laughs> Put like a little more thought into this. Come on. It's just a little silly goofy. Just a little silly goofy. But, like, they're trying to take... They, they want us to take it very seriously. Right, you know? yeah, no, this is a real place. This is a real place, right? Like, this, this is a real place. This place has, like... Okay, this, this is gonna get to the next half of the episode a little bit. This is a place with, like, fucking geopolitical ambitions, you know, that Naruto believes in. This is a place with, like... Yeah. God. Uh... Do, you th- do you think they ever do it? <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, oh, we should probably talk about what that is. Right, right. Do you want to talk about that now, or do you want to like wait a little bit? No, let's 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 continue on with with the order of things. We, we, we got a little interrupted. Which, like, I, I don't think that feels like kind of sloppy about this arc, which is like you know we, we, when we have the like we have the fucking like rock practice where they're all sitting around the rock and like doing doing their fucking like meteorite chakra shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the guy comes in there like it just feels like the most like oh here's the fucking here's the fucking problem guy like he shows up he's like me to an injured kid like later in the episode he's like dismissive of like the the, the boy that Naruto's gonna be friends with right like like fucking yeah here's here's the freako this this arc right like it's like like we would be you know just, like like we would be surprised if this guy was if like this guy wasn't like oh he is the guy who's like causing problems or whatever right because it's just it just feels so transparent and like we we haven't like had cause to like second guess those like oh this is the obvious immediate thing impulses with a lot of this stuff right it's just like here's the guy who shows up and the first thing we do is that he's we see him do is be me to a kid right who is injured right <sighs> anyway okay we cut back to Shinardo, who's about to like fucking jump into some poison and die um he gets cross by shot at him i can see shows up and we're like we're like really speed running like Naruto like butting heads with a guy to like learning to like a guy here right like right like you know, in this half of the episode it's all like butting heads right but like you know we we, we we get like a couple of minutes of like Naruto being like I'm so pissed off at you you shot a fucking crossbow at me to like keep me from dying to poison um right and like you know we're we're not quite there yet but he does fall in love with the boy immediately like a minute later right right uh, it's also very funny to us that like when um, <laughs> like when, when they're like Naruto, no, that's that's fucking poison gas you almost jumped into. They like point to like a bird that just completely, conveniently like flies into it and dies instantly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like just like the most heavy-handed possible illustration of it. When it then like also cuts to the bottom of the fucking like death fog ravine and you see like cow skeletons. Where'd the cows fall in? I feel like they just push a cat. They just push a cow there every once in a while to make sure the fucking like poison boat is still active. I feel like I feel like most cows would not even have to get that far into the moat. Like I feel like most cows would simply fall and die. Right, right. I feel like the poison gas doesn't do much for cows. Uh. <laughs> it's a big pit. 
It's a pig pit. Why are there cow skeletons down there to show that it's poison gas? <laughs> Why are there birds that just fly through this area and fucking drop into it all the time? Why is the fact that this guy's got like a gas mask on? Like not to be like, oh shit, oh there's like there's like poison here, right? Like throw a cow down there. <laughs> it's just fucking like cartoon danger poison also on top of like <laughs> Yeah. The land of stars and like land of bears. The village of the stars is so fucking fake. It's so fake. We can't handle it. Anyway, do we want to move on? Yeah, yeah. The kids meet with the deputy Hoshikage of the Hidden Star, but the kids are confused because only the leader of the five great ninja villages can be Kage. But there's a whole thing about how they're shooting for the six and are already walking the walk about it. Sumeru says he's going to be the Hoshikage when that happens, and Naruto falls in love with him and chases him down after he runs off. The rest get a briefing on the mission. Naruto lets Sumeru info dump about his name a little, and they hit it off. Gas mask person swipes the star before Sumeru shows up with Naruto. He was going to show him the star temple, but they spot the thief. Naruto chases after them, and Sumeru checks up on his friends in the temple. Naruto and the thief tussle. They use the same purple chakra projection as Sumeru does. But the thief backs off and flies away when Sumeru shows up for support. Well, yeah, no, they, 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 uh... <laughs> like you said, they, they meet up with a very suspicious guy who's like, yeah, I'm the deputy Hoshikage. They have their, like, wait, you're, like, you're, like, way too dinky to, like, have a title like that. You don't get to, like, matter, like, on, like, international scale like that. Um, and, like, you know, fucking Sumaru, like, interrupts to be like, I'm the fucking... Uh, yeah, but like you, know, we're gonna be great, and I'm gonna be the be the fucking Hoshikage. And Naruto's like, "Oh my god, you're the best ever." He's just like looking at it with fucking stars in his eyes, and uh, fucking Deputy Hoshikage is like, "Fucking shut up, get out of here." Naruto chases after him, and he's like, "Yeah," uh, basically says the same thing again. But like, yeah, we're we're, we're gonna be the fucking, um, you know, like we, we have this meteor power. It's gonna make us like really strong. Like inevitably, this is gonna like drive us to be like the fucking like sixth major player in this world, right? Um, which is like again, you're shooting, you're aiming too fucking high for this to not feel like extremely fake, right? Like, right? They're not gonna make it the fucking six kage summit, right? Like, right, right? Like, we're gonna be like, oh yeah, ha oh, ha! Huh. Like last time we watched the anime, we forgot that there was like the fucking, we forgot the fucking Subaru was there and just fucking bullshit Starhead man. We forgot that he was like the, 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 the anime. They just completely made up these. Like, no, it's it's, it's like they're like. You know, if it's like, oh yeah, we go to this small country and like somebody wants to be like a good ruler that they have like this like dream of like, you know, making things nice that are we we can like maybe plausibly believe that like once we like leave, um it's like, yeah, you know, surely that's gonna happen. But it was like, yeah, we're gonna become the fucking like We're gonna become we're gonna become important guys. We're gonna become important to the story of Naruto, we swear. It's like even if this arc ends with like Naruto being like, Yeah, I'm gonna believe in yourself to do that, like eventually we'll get like have like fucking Kage meetups together. It's like, no, like, you're not gonna fucking appear again ever after, like, five episodes at most, right? Like, yeah, like, sorry, bud. Like, maybe, like, okay, okay, if you're, if you're, like, really memorable, we, like, might put you in Boruto. Right, like, we might make a callback, but, like, we don't think they're gonna make the cut here, frankly. No. How much you wanna bet their meteor just stops working? Like, it just runs out of juice. Uh Uh-huh. And so, and so, like, Naruto, as a whole, doesn't have to worry about it anymore. This is, this is very possible. 
you know, and then and then and then Simmer can be like, oh well, I'm gonna keep working hard and become a great shinobi, and Naruto can be like, yeah, bud, yeah, bud, sure thing. Uh... Anyway, like Naruto's chasing after Simmer to go talk to him more. We feel like there's like, I mean, like you said, Naruto's like instantly in love with this boy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we feel like there's there's there keeps being these moments of like. They kind of like bend over backwards to be like, oh, but there's still tension here, even though like, yeah, the boy doesn't quite trust him yet. Yeah, right. And he's like, and I was like, hey, why do you trust me? He's like, this is just my personality. <laughs> I'm just like this. I don't. I just don't. The thing I do is not trust you. Um, <laughs> I have autism. <laughs> right, and like rather than Naruto like have like like any fucking like actual like. Like the thing to get to an argument with this guy, but instead he just like runs up and like misremembers his name at first, which like you know causes like a little bit of prickliness until like Samara's like, yeah, I'm gonna talk about my name, like why I'm na- how I'm named after the star or whatever, right? And they hit it off a little. Mm-hmm. Well, we're, we're curious if they're if they're gonna like settle and like like the thing we're in right is if they're gonna like settle into that like state of like oh they've hit it off, or if like they're going to like keep like oscillating from like yeah we're like cool to it's like oh, we're like mad at each other and like we need to learn to work together like we're curious how like much they're gonna like 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 because like, if this is just like oh naruto ultimately like goes over here and like makes a ninja friend they like hang out for this arc that could be like fun enough but if it's like ping pong back and forth refusing to commit to like the way these characters like feel about each other until they like resolve it and then leave forever it's gonna be like you know it's, that's gonna be annoying it's gonna be annoying and you know what mm-hmm I don't expect much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be a return to past behavior for uh, for the writing and anime original Naruto. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To be about that exactly. Yeah. Remember Soup? Yeah. <laughs> Remember the Curry of Life? Yeah. <laughs> you can never forget. They fucking called back to the Curry of Life at the start of this episode. So I was like, yeah, the Curry of Life mission went so fucking well. We're going to like send Naruto over to that team because like, they, they do great work together. <laughs> like, we guess they did kill one of the seven ninja swordsmen of the mist or whatever, but like, wasn't a great showing for basically anybody. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, so they go to they go to the rock temple to see mm-hmm. to see the rock, and Sumeru's all like, "And stop! <laughs> this is as close as you get, Bucko." I'm like, "Wow, they're arguing about this." A fucking mysterious gas mask guy takes the rock. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Naruto's gonna try and try and fight them. You know, like we we feel like we've talked about how like in a lot of the anime original stuff, like the way things go is that Naruto fights really bad. Until it's time for it to do the Rasengan. Yeah. But this is maybe our, like, favorite ever instance of it. Because, uh-huh. like, Naruto does this thing where, like, you know, he's, like, he's, like, throwing a bunch of shurikens to, like, distract the, like, fucking, like, purple chakra projection, like, tails, like, swatting around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you think it's, like, intentional that, like, a lot of times this feels like it's, like, sort of, like, evoking the, like, chakra tails you get in, like, tail beast shit? Or is it just, like, a coin? It's just, like... I don't know. I don't think they knew. Yeah, fair enough. But anyway, anyway, um, like, like throws a bunch of like shining strike that like has a bunch of chaclins jump up to like hold the fucking thief in place, and then like takes it like uses some more shadow clones to throw his real body head first, arms like like stuck to his sides, doing nothing else but barely got this person head first, 
and gets like fucking swatted out of the sky with his real body that he threw at them for some reason. Like, it's so I, I love, funny. I love the idea that whenever Naruto does an attack, he makes a bunch of shadow clones and they like do do an attack, but he always just like doesn't mind where he ends up in the arrangement. And like sometimes he uses the projectile. <laughs> God, like uh, that, that's why he's always catching people off guard when, like, when he has uh-huh. a bunch of shadow clones because, like, he's never the one that expects is like the real one, right? Because he's just not keeping track. <laughs> he's just not keeping track. Well, it, it's like a staple of like anime original comedy scenes. We feel like to have like the shadow clones be fucking confused about like, uh, like be confused by themselves. So like, maybe this is just true, right? Like. Right, every Naruto there, every clone thinks it's the real one. Uh-huh. That's why they're able to fight so well with such conviction. Uh, uh, like, the real Naruto doesn't even get the last hit of the fucking Uzumaki barrage every time. That'd be beautiful. Naruto should have been more plural. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it won't be. Well... <laughs> Well, <laughs> I don't know, is there anything else you want to say about this one? We kind of, like, burned through our last enthusiasm talking about Naruto's terrible attack that we love, but, like, you know. Yeah, if no. you got more you want to say. No, I'm I'm done. Okay, alright, yeah, let's, let's put a fucking pin in this one, then. Hell yeah, what are we watching next week? Next week, we're watching episodes 179, 180, and 181 of Naruto. Badass. Badass. Hey. And if you can't wait, check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Konaha Crush. All one word, Konaha Crush. For just $3 a month, you get access to episodes up to a week early. And for a little bit more, you get access to our bonus show, Narukai Uzumaki. Where we talk about, like, isekai and isekai-adjacent stuff. Um... We've been watching through Sword Art Online Alicization, the first season of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to do a recording about it pretty soon, so, you know, keep your peepers open. Mm-hmm. And uh, while we're on the Patreon, I want to offer a very special shout-out to our joining tier patrons. That's Izzy and our lovely wife. Wow. Yeah, check out their stuff. Uh, uh, Subspace Skater, wherever you care to look for them. Uh, and they released like two chapters of a comic while, while we were on hiatus. Yeah, yeah. Go fucking check it out. Yeah, go, re- go read the comic. What's it called and where yeah. do you find it? Uh, it's called My Life Can't Go On Without Me. Um, it's where do you find it? Uh, we think the pin post on their Tumblr links to it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so subspace skater. All one word, subspace skater. And, uh, I don't know, I stream on Twitch. Well, we also stream on Twitch. Well, you can find my streams over at twitch.tv slash That's G-U-I-N-E-V-E-R-E-T-E-E-F. We stream like we've been doing like Wind Waker randomizer and working through the like Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm games. We're on the last one of that. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you know, I don't know. Come hang out. 
Yeah, and we're like on basically all of uh <clears throat> we're on like basically all of Cam streams, and also in addition to that, we stream at uh, twitch.tv slash verdict velvet where we've been playing through all the Fire Emblem games. We're like closing in on the like finale of like the first half of Genealogy of the Holy War right now. Um that's been a lot of fun. Uh we're, we're looking forward to seeing more of that. Hell yeah. You know, that sounds interesting. You come check it out. Yeah. So unless you have anything else to shout out. Oh no, absolutely not. That'll be the end of the podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. Remember, there is no such thing as filler.